What's up, Philadelphia? Welcome back to another episode of Sports and Stilettos Podcast. I'm your host, Breezy. There's a lot that we need to unpack today. Um, Excuse my voice. I was screaming and hollering yesterday, so I have my tea. So, you know, if... um, if I if I take a little pause, I gotta I, I gotta get myself together. Uh, as a disclaimer, before we get started, this is probably not going to be the best episode to play around the kids today. Mm-mm. Nope. I do not want to be responsible for anyone repeating anything that I say that is <laughs> what do you want to call it um, inappropriate. I don't remember. I don't want to be responsible for that. So I'm just putting a disclaimer out there that this episode could go downhill fast. So now that we got that out of the way, welcome. If you do not already follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at your host underscore breezy. You can also follow the show on Instagram at sports and stilettos podcast. This, I don't even know where to start because honestly, going back to probably last Thursday, and this is Tuesday, going back to last Thursday, it was an all around just bad, <laughs> bad five days. It was bad, 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 all around bad. Um, Picks with the sports book was just terrible, absolutely terrible. I told myself that I was going to take off this coming week with betting um, just because I, 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 need, I need a break. I need a break. Uh, I'll still, you know, probably take a look at games, probably give a pick or two, but I, I, I wouldn't hold my breath and look for it this week. I really wouldn't. With that being said, I have, you know, partnered with Bet US Sportsbook, America's favorite sports book. And I'm bringing you 125% deposit bonus. Use the code Breezy when you sign up using the link in my bio, and you can get 125% deposit bonus up to $2,500. Go click, sign up. Bet US Sportsbook has some of the best odds uh, uh, like across the sportsbook here. And I'm not lying because I, I wager my money with them. My, my money, okay? Single mom, my money. I wager with BetUS Sportsbook because I can find, I can find some really decent props, um, different lines, odds. It's, it's, it's fantastic. So make sure you guys take advantage of the 125% deposit bonus. We're coming up. You know, we're past week three. We have enough data out there for research and trends and all of that stuff. So get in while you can, get that free money, and and let's cash out every week. You know, except this coming week, because I'm taking a day, I'm taking a week off. So Philadelphia Eagles, if you fell asleep and you didn't want to watch the game, I respect you. You put your mental health first. And you got your sleep. Us crazy people stayed up to watch that game. And I'm not sure really how I feel. Because I'm still confused about exactly what I saw. 
And there are a lot of things that we are going to get into, a lot of things that we need to to have answers to at some point this season because this ain't it. This is not it at all. I don't ever, ever want to see this team go out and play a game like they played yesterday. None. Ever again. Ever. If the 53-man roster did not matter that much, I would say bench everybody. I don't want to I don't want to see them out on the field at all. Give me a week. <laughs> I, I need to not see these players on the field for a week. Cause that was embarrassing. It was absolutely embarrassing. Just like all of my picks for betting bad this past week. <laughs> so if you prioritized your mental health yesterday, Eagles lost. 21 to 41. Uh, it was very, it was, I would say it was a very lopsided game. Um, if we're talking about offenses here, if you, if you go back and you look at the stats, Jalen Hurts had 326 yards or whatever, but it was garbage. It came in garbage time. They were fighting for their lives the entire game and his stats, uh, it's garbage. It's garbage. You get a garbage touchdown in the fourth quarter where the game is out of reach. You get 326 passing yards and you don't even have a receiver over oh oh, sorry I stand corrected minus Dallas Goddard who had four receptions for six or I'm sorry two receptions for 66 yards you had no receiver over that in this entire receiving core how why You've got Jalen Rager, you've got Quez Watkins, and you've got uh, Devontae Smith. How do you not have a 100-yard receiving wide receiver? I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Especially because you see all these reports coming out saying that the offense is built around speed. You have Devontae Smith, the effing Devontae Smith and you mean to tell me you couldn't get him the ball in space more than three times my man had 28 yards 28 yards for your star wide receiver it's embarrassing against and like I said in the in the preview pod this Eagles or this uh Dallas secondary is trash They lost so many defensive players in the last two weeks. I don't don't understand how the game plan wasn't to exploit every single DB on that team. I I don't understand it. But you know what the game plan was? And, And Nick Sirianni said this yesterday in his press conference. I mean, okay, so this is this is how I took this was my interpretation. But he pretty much said, we knew we would have to keep up with them scoring. You're already planting a seed into your offense that this is going to be a shootout. It didn't need to be a shootout. It did not need to be a shootout. Yes, you do have to score points against this team. But you know what? All of these players are containable. All of them. And we went out there looking like we were playing peewee fucking football. 
was embarrassing. And you're going to hear me say that a lot. So sorry. But I'm floored. I'm absolutely floored. You don't exploit the biggest weakness of this D- uh, of this Dallas Cowboys team. At all. Like, at all. How? How do you go? How do you develop a game plan? It is a very obvious weakness. And you sit there and you don't run the ball. And that's all. That's a complete different. That's a completely different story right there. Because. I I didn't even know Miles Sanders dressed for half the game. I didn't even know he dressed because he was missing. He was missing. Your star running back that you drafted in the second round was missing last night. And you know what the excuse was? Oh, we got down early. Oh, we only had eight offensive possessions or eight offensive plays ran in the first half. Oh, gee, really? Well, whose fault is that? Because nobody told you to go out and start chucking the ball down the field. And when that didn't work, you kept chucking the fucking ball. Nah, man. No. No. I'm disappointed in Nick Sirianni in the game plan. I'm disappointed in these players for not executing and, and making adjustments, making changes. How do you go into halftime down and you come out and you have the same game plan in the second half when that part clearly wasn't working? I don't get it. Nothing about last night made sense. That's why I'm still so confused this morning. I don't know how these players are going are, are gonna to be able to, to sleep tonight. I mean, I know we've got Kansas City coming in next week. It's, it's, a, it's a big game. You know, the Dallas Cowboys game was supposed to be the get back game, and it wasn't. We got hung out to dry. It's disgusting. It is absolutely disgusting. So let's 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 get into the nitty gritty of this game. Uh, I, I if you guys could see my if you guys could see my notebook and the notes that I wrote down last night. Sweet baby Jesus. I I mean I, I was I was angry. I was angry. I, the, my handwriting doesn't even look the same. But. I don't want to see let, let's start off with with the with the coin toss. I don't want to see this Eagles defense take the field first anymore. I'm I'm tired. I'm tired. This whole like you need two or three series to get your feet underneath you and that can result in the offense coming out and being down two scores. No. Stop winning the toy the coin toss and deferring. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. To me, at this point, it looks dumb. You need to have your offense out on the field first so they can establish some kind of rhythm. Because when your defense gets punched in the mouth, when they're literally on their heels the entire game, your offense can't do anything. And we saw that last night.
the craziest, I think the craziest stat, let me see, let me get the exact numbers here. The craziest thing that I saw was time of possession. The Dallas Cowboys held the had the ball for 34 minutes. 34 minutes at the end of the end at the end of the day, 34 minutes of time of possession. Eagles had 25. And most of that came in the second half. Because the Eagles had the ball for all of three or five seconds in the first half. They refused to run the ball. They refused to be in uh in, in a better position. They refused to get separation. If you have Trayvon Diggs and Micah Parsons on the opposite side. Wouldn't it be best to game plan around those two and make sure that you, I don't know, put your wide receivers in a better position or practice getting separation? Like, I, 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 don't, I don't get it. What did they do all week? What did they do all week? Because clearly everybody wasn't sick like Fletcher Cox, who sat here and told the world that he didn't eat for four days because of an illness why are you playing I, just, I don't I don't get it literally nothing about yesterday made sense none it was foul it was disgusting I oh oh my god mm, mm. penalties we had 13 penalties called against us yesterday 13. We are now the most penalized team in the NFL. I believe we're up to, uh, like, I think it's 39 or something like that. It's ridiculous. We played against the refs and we played against the Dallas Cowboys yesterday. And don't even get me started because the announcers yesterday for that game called out the refs too. They're very interested in what kind of alliance these refs have with the Dallas Cowboys. Because the stuff that they were calling as catches or pass interference, they weren't calling both ways. And when Jerry Jones has you in his back pocket, you better make sure that the Dallas Cowboys win. And that's on God. And it makes me sick. Absolutely sick. The first def- uh, the first uh, pass interference was against uh, Darius Slay. I believe the receiver was, I believe it was Cooper. It could have been CeeDee Lamb. I, I honestly, I can't remember. But he got to him a little bit early. Defensive pass interference, fine. But when the literally the exact same play got called for an Eagles receiver. It took the refs a minute to call a pass interference. And don't even get me started on this kid with the with the with the amazing sideline catch that wasn't a catch that we had to challenge to see if it really was a catch like. No, you literally have a ref four feet away from this catch. And you mean to tell me you thought he saw two feet come in bounds? This dude landed on one foot. 
landed on one foot with two eagles around him. But it was called a catch. Why? Because the refs are in Jerry Jones's back pocket. Period. So then the Eagles had to turn around, use a challenge to challenge the catch that really wasn't a catch. Because these refs are horrible. They suck. They're a bunch of retired lawyers who can't see worth a damn. I'm annoyed. I am absolutely annoyed. And then you have the play where uh, Jalen Hurts gets sacked, but he gets sacked because a, uh, what is his name? Uh, uh, Javon Curse came up, wrapped his arm around Jalen's neck and pulled him down for a sack. But no, that's not roughing the passer or anything. So because I was so distraught over that, I decided to look up the the official definition of roughing the passer. A roughing the passer penalty occurs when a defensive player makes an unnecessarily rough contact with a passer, usually the quarterback who is in the position of passing the ball. I don't I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. What is the point of having a rule like this? If they're not going to get called. Like I striking the passer on or below the knees. We've seen that happen and we've seen a lot of those not get called. And then you have striking the passer's head or neck area area. If you are wrapping your arm around my neck. No, dog. No, we got to fight. You got you got to put your hands up cuz ain't no way. Mm-mm. Nope. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. And the fact that that was not called makes me sick. It makes me sick. I don't ever want to see those refs officiate another game in the NFL ever again. Ever again. And then you're having penalties called left and right. Oh, holding. Oh, uh, uh, what was the other one? Um, unnecessary roughness. Or no, not unnecessary. Unsportsmanlike conduct. When Javon Hargrave had to push his way out of the Dallas Cowboys huddle. He had to push his way out and gets called. Unreal. Unreal. The officiating was absolutely horrific. But you know what? It's not a surprise because that's what happens in Jerry World all the time. All the time. And it won't get better. As long as Jerry Jones is the owner of that team, as long as he is able to pay these refs off every week, never going to get better so back to the Eagles offense I think it's pretty safe to say at week three that this Eagles team has no identity we've seen the defense come out some seasons ago and have a stellar run defense 
great pass rush. You know what I mean? And the only thing we really had to worry about was the secondary because they were getting burnt like toast, left and right. And then you have the offense where it's like sometimes we want to use our star back. Other times we don't want to use our star back and we get pass happy. And there's no balance. Like, I don't understand what happened to the game plan that was that was used in week one. Did they throw it in the trash? Because that worked. The mess that they put together last week versus the 49ers was horrific. Uh, this shit, I, I, oh. maybe a kid came up with it. I don't know. But it was bad. Stick to what works, and that is running the ball with your second-round draft pick in Miles Sanders and opening up the rest of the playbook. Now, this is something that Nick Sirianni is going to have to learn, and he's going to have to learn it quick because this city is not going to go down. We're not going to deal with another week of this. We're not. Absolutely not. We're a very passionate fan base. And the fact that we had to see two losses in a row, the way that they lost, disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. And then to sit here and talk all that trash, wear your beat Dallas shirt and and say you're embracing the rivalry and doing all of this. And you know, uh, and you come out, you play like that. It's disgusting. It's embarrassing. They need to get it together. And they need to get it together quick. Run game didn't exist. Run defense didn't exist. And again, another week of Jalen Hurts being the leading rusher. With what, 35 yards I think it was? Miles Sanders. (laughs) Miles Sanders had, let me make sure I get these numbers right. Miles Sanders had two attempts for 27 yards. But he's not injured. As far as we know yet. The reason why he didn't get touches was because the offense couldn't stay on the field. They're playing from behind the whole time. But you know what? To get the game back into your control, you're supposed to run the ball. You're supposed to. Slow the game down. But nope. Nope. It was sloppy. It was undisciplined. It was chaotic. I drank I drink a Red Bull. I haven't had a Red Bull in a month. And I drank a Red Bull last night to make sure that I could stay up and watch this game. And I am baffled. It was a waste. It was a waste of a Red Bull. And I don't like wasting things. <laughs> they came to be this pass-happy team. And we know what that ends up doing. We've seen it before. I had so much PTSD last night thinking that I was seeing 
J or uh, uh, Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz on that field that I I was I was close a lot of times to turning that game off. The PTSD is real. And when you can't find balance in your offense, you become one dimensional. And that is how you can literally take away all of an offense's weapons. Diggs had no reason shutting down Devontae Smith the way that he did yesterday. No business. None. And held this man to 25 yards. Ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. And, you know, Nick Sirianni said yesterday, oh, you know, we're going to we're going to uh, watch the tape on the way home. We're going to write down everything that needs to be corrected and blah, 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 blah. And this and that. No, you you need to kick some ass. That's what you you need to flip a chair. You need to be emotional about this because that sh- that right there was the worst game I have ever watched in years. It's been a long time since I was this fired up about a loss. It was horrible. And you know what else? I can't wait. I need to know when uh, JG's uh, media availability is. I think it's on Tuesdays. So it should we should be seeing him today or Wednesday, one of those two days. But I, I, I need answers from him. Because the way he was running his defense, like, I don't, I don't understand how you could be that calm on the sideline. I don't get it. Your defense looked like trash. From the time that they stepped onto the field to the time that they came off, they looked like trash. Nobody could do anything right. Then you got Derek Barnett going back to his old ways and doing stupid shit and getting those uh, the 15-yard penalties. And it's just, it's undisciplined. Like, who it, who are these people? This isn't the Eagles team that I know and that I love. This isn't them. What is going on? And I see a lot of people saying, oh, it's the new coaching. I don't believe in this new coaching staff, blah, 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 blah. It's been three weeks, okay? Apparently, there are more kinks that we need to be uh, figured out than we thought. A lot more. And it's sad that we have to see it and it's costing us games because this coaching staff refuses to adjust and be and be better prepared. Like I like I said before, what the hell did they do in in practice all week? Did they sit around? Like I like what did they do? Because it seems like they ball out more in practice than they do in actual games. And that's a problem for me. That's a big problem for me. You want to ball out and do all this, all, all these things to get highlight reels and, and this and that and to go viral during the week. But when it's game time, you can't even put two, two stones together. Where did you leave your balls? At home? 
on the practice field at Novacare? Like, where, where is it? And I need Nick Sirianni to know you can't use that dog mentality stuff no more. Nah, you can't. Because you look like a bunch of pup, pup, puppies last night. You look like a bunch of puppies. And puppies are cute and cuddly. And, and I didn't even want to, I didn't want to be nowhere near that. This ain't no dog mentality because dogs fight back. Hungry dogs run faster. There, there, was, there was no fight in this team yesterday at all. None. You get down early, but you still let the other team dictate what you do. That's not a dog mentality. Dog mentality is in the eye, in the face of adversity, you still play your game. And they missed the mark on that big time. So Nick Sirianni, don't say that no more in press conferences. Don't say that no more in uh and and in, in, in your media availability don't don't say it no more till you win a game and you blow somebody else's team the f out i don't want to hear it retire it don't no no and then you have all of these injuries isaac samalo went out i think um i think they said he has a fracture in his foot so he's probably done for the next couple of weeks then you're missing brandon brooks Honestly, I don't really miss Brandon Brooks because my man hasn't played consecutive games in like four years. So I'm used to not seeing him out on the field. I, I really I really don't care. Jordan Maialata probably would have made a little bit of a difference yesterday, but he's out. And then on the defensive side of the ball, not even just as a player on the field, but as a voice on the sideline. Leadership on the sideline in the locker room. Brandon Graham missing. Bro. Having the next man up mentality has has been flushed. It's been flushed. Because nobody is stepping up the way that they're supposed to. Nobody. And it looks like shit. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. I'm looking at the numbers and you would think, oh, this was a close game. This is a close game. Nah. Lost by 20 points. And it was only 20 points because we put up 14 in garbage time. Forty points were dropped on this Eagles team yesterday. Forty. To a team, to a defense that hasn't given up a touch. They haven't given up a touchdown in, or they've given up one touchdown in the first two weeks, which is the only defense to do that. And then you go and you allow like five five touchdowns? What? What is happening? Literally watch this Eagles defense unravel. And JG is going to have to give me some answers on that because I don't understand it. I don't know how you go from playing the way that you did against Atlanta, shutting down Matt, uh, Matt Ryan and his defensive weapons or his offensive weapons, playing against the 49ers last week and holding them to only 17 points. That says a lot. And then you come out and you let 40 get dropped on you. That's wild. 
the craziest stuff I've ever seen. <sighs> I just... <laughs> I really don't know what to think, how to feel. Like I said yesterday, my emotions are shot. I feel dead inside. And I can only hope that the Eagles put something together for next week because you got Kansas City coming in here. And God forbid Kansas City gets on a roll because they got, they, they lost in a heartbreak fashion last week to the Chargers. They're coming in here and they are going to be looking for blood. They are going to be the shark in the water. And I can't deal with another week of us being the, the sea lions. I can't do it. I don't want to be a sea lion anymore. I want to be the shark in the water. This team needs to be a shark in the water. Looking for blood. Take all the accountability that you want, Jalen. At the end of the day, it is on the coaching staff and it is on the players. Your coaches didn't put you in a position to win. The players didn't execute anything to be in a better position to win. So I admire that he's taking all of the responsibility and saying that it's not on play calling. But we're not blind. We're not blind. Half the plays we couldn't even see develop because Jalen Hurts was running outside of the pocket and running for his damn life all game. Nobody played to their strength yesterday. Nobody. We know Jalen Hurts can throw the ball. So... And he's very mobile. So why not call more quarterback run plays? Why not run the ball in general? They threw that half of the playbook out. It's disgusting. It was ab- it, it. Nobody on this team should be comfortable with losing. And that's something that Jalen Hurts said last night in his press conference. He said, I am not comfortable with losing. We know that. You didn't like losing at Alabama. So why would we think that you were comfortable losing now? Because you lost two weeks in a row? Because the offense looked like shit? Because the play calling was shit? Something's got to change and something needs to change within the next five days. You got five days to prepare for one of the most that one of the one of the teams that could be explosive at any given moment. Y'all thought Dallas putting up 40 points on us was bad. Let Kansas City come in here and put up 60. Then we really going to have a problem. And we know Kansas City can do it. They have the quarterback. They have the weapons. Their defense is a little shaky, but if the offense, if this Eagles offense does not put up points, we will never win another game this season. And I thought that it was really funny 
uh, I saw on Twitter last night that people were saying, um, you know, Howie Roseman pretty much told Nick to to tank the game. Perfect position for for a good draft pick. We got three first rounders next year. Three. You got Jalen Hurts for a million dollars a year. You have your backup in Gardner Minshew, who was not active, by the way. So I hate every. I don't want to say I hate because that's that's not cool. But I don't know if any of y'all w- like pulled up the 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 uh, the inactives or anything like that. But Gardner Minshew hasn't dressed since he got here. So y'all calling for him was stupid. It was. It was dumb. You know what's crazy? Even my mom. Y'all know I call her Barb. Even Barb was trying to call for Joe Flacco. Nah, man. Nah. Jalen has to learn. He has to be able to adjust. He has to be able to speak up. When certain things are not going right on that field, especially because he has a different view than Nick Sirianni does, his voice needs to be heard. And if you're call, if Nick is calling plays and it's not working on the field, then y'all need to sit down and have a powwow and get it figured out. It should be an open door policy with them. And it's just mind blowing to think that like, Nick Sirianni sat here and said, if there's a play call that we want to run as coaches and and Jalen doesn't like it, then we're not going to run it. So what the hell was that last night? Because none of those plays were working. And you were still running them. So what is going on here? Are we getting fooled? Is this fool's gold? We have talent. We have strength on offense. It's just a matter of putting the chips together and, and, and executing. It was like a fall from grace, man. You were so high week one. And then reality slaps you in the face last week. You lose to the 49ers. And now reality is putting you almost six feet under when you lose to the Cowboys the way that you did. It's wild. And to have one of the, like, and to have the, like, literally the league's easiest schedule, because we have a last place schedule. How are we not winning games? How? This is self-inflicted pain. And nobody likes that. This is exactly why, no, never mind. I'm not even going to get into that, because... Yeah, I'm not going to get into that. But, you know, we lost. Nobody's going to feel sorry for us. I don't feel sorry for us. Take accountability. Learn from your mistakes. You know, this, this organization preaches fundamentals, fundamentals, fundamentals. Five core values. It's like this, this, these things get thrown out the window when it's game time. You don't hold on to the same things that you hold on to during practice every week. So what's going on in practice that's not translating to a game? 
You can't sit here and tell me that it's the defense. Oh, defenses, uh, they did, they did, you know, different things that we weren't prepared for. This is why you game plan. And the one thing that pissed me off, Nick Sirianni said a lot of things in his press conference, but the one thing that pissed me off yesterday was he said, Dak took what the defense gave him and ran the ball well. Is, is that not textbook game planning? You should always take what the defense gives you, even if it's running the fuck, even if it's running the ball. I don't understand why the Eagles couldn't do the same thing. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And I'm almost terrified to have the Kansas City Chiefs come into Philadelphia next week and we get blown out the water. I am I am genuinely afraid that that is what's going to happen. Because at this point, you can't say that it's impossible. After what we saw yesterday, you can't say that it's impossible. It's very possible. And it's sad. Eagles used to be able to keep up with the best of them. And now we're out here looking like. (laughs) Out here looking a mess. Out here looking a hot ass mess. Mm, 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 mm. That left such a bad taste in my mouth. Like. (sighs) Can't. Can't. They need to get it together. They need to get it together. They came up with a game plan that took them out of character. But if this team had an identity, we would have seen a better we would have seen a better game yesterday. The Eagles were out there and didn't know what to do. They were running around with their heads cut off. And that's a shame. That's not that's not professional football. It's not professional football at all. I thought we were going to get a game like Green Bay game. That's what I thought we were. That's that's what I thought we were going to be in for. I thought it was going to be a a real tick for tat kind of thing, which is why I took the Eagles plus four or plus three and a half. I thought it was really going to be that close, and here we are, getting blown out. Can't, can't deal. Cannot deal. So. That does it. That does it for this week's soapbox. I really do hope that the Eagles can get it together. I hope that they actually put together a game plan instead of playing fucking tic-tac-toe. I hope. Because Kansas City isn't going to lay down. They're pissed that they lost to the Chargers last week. Pissed. Eagles got their hands full for next week. But you know, we'll dive into that in the preview show. It drops on Thursday. Like I said, we'll see. We'll see how I feel tomorrow (laughs) on betting. I may do a couple picks 
probably not going to wager really much of anything. So if you want to tail, feel free. If not, no harm, no foul. <sighs> Chins up, Eagles Nation. Chins up. And don't let no Cowboys fan t- tell you about nothing, okay? Because they were hot garbage last year, too. So I'm, I don't want to, yeah, I don't, I don't want to hear none of that. And it came out the gutter this week. So you're, the, the Dallas Cowboys are still irrelevant to me. I don't care. I don't care. But anyway, I hope everybody stays safe. Stay sane. Have a great week. Make sure you follow the show on Instagram at Sports and Stilettos Podcast. Make sure you are subscribed to the show on your favorite podcasting platform. And you are following me on Twitter at your host underscore breezy. Also, shout out to everybody. Your girl made it finally over 5,000 followers. I love and appreciate every single one of you guys. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Three years in 5K. I'm a happy girl right now outside of this Eagles loss. So thank you very much. I appreciate you guys. Um, The love is real. The love is real. So (sighs) until next time, everybody take a deep breath. It's always going to be fly Eagles fly, but they got some shit to work out. They really do. Peace and love, everybody.